Peep, peep, chirp, chirp. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> peep, peep. <laughs> chirp, chirp. Who? <laughs> it's a cryptid. There you go. I've created our new jingle. I think that, yeah. Welcome back to the Bug and a Rug podcast. As always, my name is Caitlin. As usual, I'm Whitney. And today we are bringing you another story that may or may not keep you up at night. Hopefully by the end of it, we will all still be able to sleep as snug as a bug in a rug. But only time will tell. And we did get some comments so you can't hear our fridge. I will try to fix them. <laughs> Can I unplug the fridge? <laughs> no, it's not worth it. Then all of our food will spoil. Not that we have anything in our fridge besides Gatorade. <laughs> and leftovers. <laughs> I ate all mine. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, I have Dairy Queen and now Burgatory in there. Mm, interesting. Interesting. Speaking of Burgatory, Easter is upon us! Uh, you're gonna have to connect the dots for me. Absolutely <laughs> not. I refuse. Easter is here. Now, Caitlin, what is your favorite Easter candy? Jelly beans. And your least favorite? <laughs> um, it's a tie between the rest. Between all the others. Jelly beans are just so much better than everything. I mean, peeps, but they're not terrible. And that is the answer <laughs> I'm looking for today. I was like, I don't really like those chocolate eggs with, like, the cream in the middle. Tenderous? It's just a lot. You know what I mean? It's too much for me. It's somebody something, but it ain't mine nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so, personally, I'm also not a fan of peeps. Yeah. I think they're totally out of control this year. Wait, really? They have spiraled and snowballed. The fridge has stopped running. <laughs> It agrees. It was giving you room to speak it, about how exactly. terrible peeps are. Thank you for giving me the floor. They have manifested some truly awful things. This year I have seen, I thought it was hot tamale, but it is cinnamon, which I guess is hot tamale. Cinnamon flavor. And then yesterday I was at Walmart and I found fruit punch. Yeah. Mind you, I... Well, that one wouldn't be that bad, I don't think. Who's to say? I'm not going to try it. <laughs> and then, like, whatever the regular peep flavor is, how would you know? It comes in seven different colors. Sugar. Sugar? <laughs> I always... Are they flavored? I thought they were just marshmallows. I thought they tasted like coconut, but I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I don't think that's true. I think I made it up because I don't want to We're really anything. shitting on peeps for something that we don't even know what it tastes like. <laughs> peeps are terrible. What do they taste like? I don't know. Regardless, I think it's ludicrous to have tiny rabbits and chickens that look so inviting but taste so bad. I don't even know if they taste bad. I just don't want to eat them. <laughs> speaking of rabbits and, and chicks. Speaking of rabbits. I have a riddle for you. There's no. four wolves, three rabbits, and two chickens on one side With of the river. one bag of grain. Now you have to get them all across to the other side. But the bag of grain can't go on with the wolf. Wait, yeah, it can't. No, wait. It's the chicken. <laughs> Sorry. Knock, knock. Who's there? It's the chicken. <laughs> I told Caitlin a really funny joke one time, and it was, it was funny. why did the chicken cross the road to get to your house? Knock, knock, who's there? It's the chicken. Except I started it with, knock, knock, who's there? It's the chicken. 
And I didn't get it. And was laughing too hard to get out the rest of the joke because it was already backwards. Anyway, <clears throat> bunnies. Yeah. We did it. Bless, Bless you. you. <laughs> the ghost in our house is sneezing. Bless, Bless you. you. <laughs> the fridge stops running and we got sneezing ghosts. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, we talked about the bunny man on episode 33 of our podcast. Yeah. That was... I believe two Easter's ago. Right, but he doesn't come out on Easter, does he? That was like a whole different month. Why are you trying to? I'm j- um, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> you harshen my vibe. No, 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 no. Now, for those of you who haven't listened to episode thirty-three of Bug and Rug, uh, this cryptid did originate in Fairfax County, Virginia, after several folks were attacked by some being wearing a bunny mask and wielding an axe. Yeah. Terrifying, honestly. Pretty scary, but I would argue that he shouldn't be the cryptid that represents Easter. <laughs> That's why... No, I can't say that. <laughs> Were you going to say... <laughs> I thought that with my brain. <laughs> my brain literally went... <laughs> I wasn't going to say it out loud! We can cut it out. <laughs> And then I thought, Dad will be really angry if <laughs> you say that. Oh my god. It's a friendly argument. Anyway, uh, although I would say at the time we recorded episode 33, we would have said that Bunny Man was the cryptid of Easter. Right. Uh, I am here to suggest that there are, are others who should be nominated for the position. Cryptids? Yes. A drum roll, please. Now it's finally time to discuss the the couple uh, replacements for cryptid time, cryptid rhyme, if you will. I don't think they can replace something that was never actually in in motion. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Carly suggested that we do a little jingle and then call our cryptid episodes scripted cryptids because we write about cryptids. So shout out to Carly for giving a suggestion. How about unscripted cryptids? Unscripted cryptids. That's also good. A little, fl- yeah, I mean, we could tweak it a little bit, but it's perfect. And we also have a little jingle from Darwin's Deviations, Tracy and Owls. Those are two podcasts you should listen to. Um, they sent in a little jingle that they made for us, which I will input here. a bigfoot pooping on that tree oh yes it is oh no it's getting away from me can't a guy shit in his own forest home these cryptozoologists just won't leave me alone at least he left some evidence that turned over there a print of his foot and this giant clump of hair my skin is now itching the fuck are these scabs? Went to the dock, he said I got cryptid crabs. Wow, wasn't that fantastic? It's great, I haven't even heard it yet. Am I gonna you have to listen to that? I have heard it. I have? Yes. <laughs> you have heard it. You have. <laughs> this is, you know what? We won't get into that. <laughs> anyway, now that we've introduced our cryptid segment, mm-hmm. feel free to continue.
Okay, I... Is there a chicken man? Why would you do this? <laughs> How about you sit over there in your seat, and I'll sit over here in mine, and tell the <laughs> story, huh? <laughs> Whose podcast is this? Mine. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get it twisted. <laughs> Who's telling the story today? Huh? You. Okay. It's fair. That's fair. <gasps> One for two. <laughs> We're tied. So generally speaking, I'm gonna I'm gonna present you with several contenders. And then we'll discuss how they stand up to the bunny man. Sure. The first I'd like to present to you is just in general the giant rooster. Now, this is not one distinct being, but to, rather not any... to be confused with gobble squatch. If anything, <laughs> Gobble Squatch aids to the evidence that the giant rooster exists, as well as any postcard of a farmer from the Great Depression. Well, let me explain. <laughs> this is not just one being the giant rooster, but rather any, quote, oversized mutant rooster. <laughs> it is unclear what makes them so large. It could be something they eat, something in the air they breathe, or possibly something in the water. Whatever the etiology, these giant feathered friends are depicted in many paintings from the 20th century, from the 20th century onward, standing as tall or taller than the humans drawn next to them. Wait, really? Yeah. I guess, have you seen those videos? There was that one video going around of a rooster coming out of, like, a chicken house, or what do you call them? Coop? <laughs> yes. Chicken house. <laughs> Chicken house. <laughs> it's coming soon to a theater near, near you. Chicken house. Chicken house. And it was uh, it was humongous. And people were like, what? I didn't know they grew that big. El Pollo Casa. <laughs> the chicken. <laughs> I bet that that's not proper Spanish. Anyway, specifically during the Great Depression, farmers seemed to enjoy sending postcards of giant roosters to their friends and relatives with a caption similar to, Quote, they grow them big here. Some this is real? Yeah, they would really see Like, real other. pictures? Yeah, so, like, people who lived out west would send postcards to people on the east coast that said, uh, they grow them big out here. <laughs> All to be alive in the great <laughs> time. <laughs> Some will say that these giant roosters are hoaxes. And that the largest breed of chicken remains the Jersey Giant, weighing 15 pounds and standing two feet tall. Is that what the Jersey Devil was? Some would say. <laughs> to the naysayers. Two feet tall? Yeah. That's pretty tall. For a chicken, yeah. Yeah. Or a rooster. Roosters can mess you up, man. Yeah. At the zoo, we have several roosters that go to rooster jail because they've been attacking guests. <laughs> <laughs> Continue. I went to the zoo today and I was attacked by a, by a, a cheetah. No. no. A snow leopard? No. no. An ostrich? No. Just a chicken. A rooster. A rooster. Yeah. Well, cock-a-doodle-doo. Huh? I, I would say, again, that gobble squatch, if anything, adds evidence to the fact that these exist. And Why? also, I want a postcard with a giant rooster. Well, no, I want to see these postcards. I know. I'm very intrigued I'll by this. I'll definitely, definitely show you pictures. Now, uh, I will say jackalopes, I'm just going to slide in here. Yeah, we could say that jackalopes and foppletingers are contenders for the Easter crown, but I don't think, I shouldn't call it that, contenders for the title of the best Easter cryptid. Sure. Of Miss, no, of Mix Easter MX. 
Like Miss, like Miss United oh, States. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, why would we gender contenders for the Easter pageant include? Yeah, yeah. giant roosters, giant roosters, maybe jackalopes or poppletingers. Yeah, just because they're animals that are rabbits. Not period. <laughs> jackalopes are rabbits. <laughs> just because they're animals. Full stop. <laughs> Full stop. <laughs> Arguably more versatile than plain rabbits. Yeah. Or birds. Sure. So if anything, more flavorful. Yeah. And can cure baldness. Some of them. Spunky Easter representatives. The next spunky (laughs) Easter representative that I would like to present for your consideration is Pollo Malingo. Okay. Chicken... Evil. (laughs) As the name would lead Spanish speakers to believe this cryptid is an evil chicken, it is depicted in artwork as a massive yet seemingly otherwise ordinary evil hen. In some legends, it can take on the form of a wanderer and transform back into its true form to attack its targets. A wand- oh, so it's like it transforms into a person. Oh yeah. And is like uh, hitchhiking down the road, essentially. Mm -hmm. And then it turns into an evil chicken? Mm -hmm. How big? Big. Okay. Massive, but otherwise ordinary in appearance. It just looks like a giant chicken is what you're saying. Ordinary in appearance. Yep. Okay. But evil. (laughs) The Pollo Malingo has a high-pitched call that sounds, quote, somewhere between a bird call and a human whistle. Some say it sounds like a chick's little peep-peep. Those... Pollo Malingo that have adapted to hunt at night There's can, more than one Can also sound as similar to an owl Okay <laughs> So you're telling me It could sound like a person A chick, a chicken, or an owl At least But it's an ordinary looking chicken But it's evil Now it's truly a rogue Like if it, if a Pollo Malingo was a D&D class It would be a rogue Sure it rolls a critical stealth roll, and why may you ask? Does it do? Do I say this? It's because as the Pollo Malingo gets closer to you, mm-hmm. it gets quieter. As you get further away from it, it appears to sound louder. Sure, sure. So really, you think that you're getting further away from it, that you're running through the woods away from the Pollo Malingo. Yeah. Quiet, quiet. And you come upon Shia LaBeouf. No. Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> right. Charmaine so. <laughs> Basically, you think you're getting away from it, when in reality, you're getting closer to it. Right, right, right. There's other mythical beasts out there like that. Yeah, it's very sneaky. Okay. It is advised that if you are a traveler who were to hear the Pollo Malingo's call, you should run away. But to me, that's kind of backwards, because you're telling me the further away I am, the quieter it'll seem. So how do you even know... Yeah. What direction you're supposed to go in. I don't have a good answer for that. I think just to civilization. The, the closest town. Town. Yeah, that's probably good. Yeah. Um, now, it does have other strategies. If there are two people traveling down the road, the creature will run out in front of them and chirp incessantly and attempt to either drive them mad or drive them closer. Somehow, it achieves this. And when the prey is either gone completely insane or gotten very close, it eats them. It's a psychic type Pokemon. It's a psychic type Pokemon. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Now, if you find yourself in a predicament where the Pollo Malingo is calling, calling, calling out in front of you, the only way to get rid of it is to pray to St. Miguel or St. Michael, the warrior slash archangel, 
Oh. You have to say a prayer nine times. No, he's just an archangel. Okay. Okay. I what do you to... pray? You pray to him nine times? Pray to him nine times. Okay. I don't know what the prayer is. Does it look like a regular chicken? Yes. Okay. Otherwise ordinary appearing. I fear for my life now <laughs> because I work at a zoo where there are several chickens. So, so you're traveling down the road. You and I are traveling down the road. <laughs> You and I are traveling down the road and a chicken runs out in front of us and starts chirping. Right. We have to pray to St. Miguel or St. Michael. Nine times. Nine times each, most likely. To spare us. To not get eaten. Okay. Yeah, it's a warrior angel, so I'm assuming we're trying to, like, get some help. Yeah. Um, now, if we are successful in praying nine times before we go insane or the chicken gets too close to us. Yeah. And eats us, then it'll just disappear. Okay. Sure. The goal is to evaporate the chicken. Okay. I like that. How else would you do it, you know? Yeah, it's a good question. I'm not entirely <laughs> sure. What What else would happen? Now, as a warning, Pollo Malingo is also known to attack those who drink, play cards, and joke. Oh, no. We're in a lot of trouble here. Oh, no. <laughs> We're two for three. Now, why? Because it doesn't approve of those things. <laughs> Of course. It's an old stiff. Of course. A pollo malingo is an old stiff. <laughs> he takes the form, the pollo malingo takes the form of the main character of the musical that we just watched where he's like, <laughs> capital T, no, capital P in that rhyme. Is T in the No, no, backwards. <laughs> of the music man? Yes. Which main character? I don't know, because I feel like he tries to convince people that Playing pool it's leads bad. to bad things. Yeah. It's a gateway drug to all these other things. Yeah, you play, you joke, drink, or play cards, and I'll eat you. Yeah. Peep, peep, chirp, chirp. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> peep, peep, <laughs> chirp, chirp. Who? <laughs> it's a cryptid. There you go. I've created our new jingle. I think that, yeah. Now, previously I did say that there are tales of this cryptid turning into a human as its clever disguise. Yeah. The legend goes that Pollo Malingo can deci- disguise itself as a traveler and begin stalking someone. Yeah. It will slowly begin to chirp in its human form as it is following the target. When the target notices that they're being far- followed by a chirping lunatic and begins to run, the Pollo Malingo will transform back into a chicken and apparate in front of them. The bird will then begin pecking at the human's feet. If the unlucky soul does not panic, the chicken will escalate to the next level of its plan by turning into a vine, slithering around their legs, and bringing them tumbling to the ground. The legend also states Hot. that the creature also attacks more <laughs> men than women. Good. <laughs> and this clearly makes the case for, for some people that Pollo Malingo is the manifestation of the devil himself. Wait, why? I don't know. <laughs> I'm reading you what the resource says. Hold on. Several questions that... that <laughs> I have now that you've stated that. I'm assuming that it goes after more men because it's assumed that men drink and play cards more than women and presumably joke more than them. Although I have a little bit to say about that because I feel like I'm a little bit of a jokester. <laughs> what do you mean? You have to be funny. For that. Wait, shut the f- up. <laughs> um, um, second, though, you would think that, like, if it was the devil, right, hear me mm-hmm. out. I'm confused now. Because think- wouldn't it want people to succumb to, like, the temptations of drinking and gambling and all that stuff? Unless it's there to um, clean up 
like it's pulling you into temptation and then devouring you. Right. Okay. So it's like that's the first step. The second step is, haha, you've fallen for my trick. I know I can eat you because yeah. you play cards. It's like a Krampus thing, huh? It takes, it eats the little children. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you didn't say that this one's eating children. <laughs> That's why it's not like Krampus <laughs> at all. Krampus steals the bad kids. This chicken eats men. <laughs> Maybe it's like an Adam and Eve thing. Like, Adam was tempted by Eve to do what the devil had tricked her into. And so they're trying to say that, I don't know, that the devil tempts more men. Because ultimately I feel like she was... And then he eats them. And then the devil eats them. And then the devil eats them. And what I'm saying is, I don't see the problem. Oh. (laughs) If Point Malingo eats all the men. (laughs) See? Now we're on the same wavelength. All the ones named Kyle. I know a couple Kyles that are bad stuff. <laughs> Kyles and Karen's only place. That was mean. Anyway, are you done with your questions of Poyo Malingo? I need to move to my next contestant. Yeah. Club. Wait, no. Peep, peep, cluck, cluck, hoo, hoo. Okay. <laughs> I said chirp, chirp, peep, peep, hoo, hoo. Hoo! I don't have a good memory. That's okay. As long as you're not playing cards or joking. <laughs> but I can drink. <laughs> Don't do that either. It also doesn't say alcohol specifically, so watch out with that Gatorade. <laughs> and it doesn't... I was picturing, like, poker, but I guess, like, Uno could count. No specifics are given. Damn it. I cannot guarantee you protection from this evil chicken in any way, shape, or form. Okay. So the next uh, contestant I'd like to present to you is the Basan. Okay. Which is a type of yokai. Yep. Now, we've discussed yokai several times before. You yep. may have even mentioned the basan. But I'd like to nominate them because they are a chicken yokai from the bamboo forests in the Aio, Aio province in Japan. If listeners will recall, yokai are the supernatural entities and spirits in Japanese folklore, of which there are many variations. Yep. I think you've done two different episodes on them. Yes, two different. And then we mentioned one. Well, the nine-tailed spirit that we just talked about. Yeah. Um, was one, technically. Yeah. Um, we always bring up the <laughs> sentient flip-flop. Yes. Yeah. So this one is a giant chicken. Uh, the vibrant With the big balls. Oh, uh, yeah. The <laughs> ones that look like the Animal Crossing yeah. Tom Nook, but yeah. have giant testicles. Yeah. <laughs> now, the Basan is described as a giant, vibrantly colored chicken with powerful breath, with the power to breathe cold fire that does not burn you. Okay. Now, it... Does also make the sound when it beats its wings, like basa, 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 which is how it got its name. Okay. If you are in your house, it is said, and hear basa, basa, basa outside and look out into your yard, the cryptid will disappear. Now, I don't know if this means that you get a glimpse of it or if it's gone before you get there. Right. Because in that case, who's ever seen it? Right. Who's to say? Right. It's like the whole, we know it's a jackalope because it has rabbit feet kind of thing. There was a jackal up here. How do you know? Because of the rabbit feet, huh? What do you mean? Okay, so it doesn't hurt you? The, well, it says it doesn't burn you. Right. It just breathes on you a lot and you it get all of It just really cold air on you and you get goosebumps. Which could be nice. 
Oh, it's just like a trickster. Like, it's just trying to creep you out a little bit. Yeah, or it freezes you. It doesn't say it doesn't freeze you. It just says it doesn't burn you. Right. Okay. I guess frostbite. Sure. If you don't consider it a type of burn, maybe it frostbites you. Okay. Frostbite's like the exact opposite of a terrible burn, but the same thing kind of happens. It's the same awful thing to your skin, but a different temperature. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know enough about that one. Very limited information. Sure. Other than it's pretty. Yeah. Although no one I don't think has ever seen it. Wait. (laughs) (laughs) Because by the time you get to the window, it's gone. Yeah. Who's to say? The end. The next cryptid. Full stop. Full full stop on the basan. (laughs) Basa, basa, basa. Cheep, cheep. Anyway. Also, on the way here tonight, I saw like 30 chickens up at Ogilvy. Are you sure? Not chickens. Turkeys. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say. I was like, are you positive? You just saw a Absolutely. Bunch of I saw them with my own eyes, and also they weren't chickens, they were turkeys. <laughs> <gasps> Getting your birds confused. Getting your birds confused. I was picturing the right one in my head. I got you. Now, in the late 1960s, reportedly, there was a farmer in Oklahoma City near El Reno who, according to the Oklahoma Journal, walked out to his chicken coop, found the door torn from his hinges and lying on the ground, covered in strange handprints. There were also similar handprints on the walls and on the ground. That were seven inches long and five inches wide. He also discovered that he was seven missing. Seven inches long. One, two, three, four, five, six. So pretty long. <laughs> you got a third of the way. <laughs> pretty, pretty long. The farmer also discovered that he was missing several chickens. Sure. So. He called the police. Yeah. Obviously someone stole them. The door with the strange handprints smeared atop it was sent by the police and the farmer to zoologist Lawrence Curtis. Okay. Smeared. So maybe it was just, they weren't actually seven inches long. I wrote smeared. <laughs> because it sounded. Okay, I got you. <laughs> like some pizzazz. Sure. Yeah. Smattered. Smattered? Is that better? <laughs> Yes. They sent the door to Lawrence Curtis, the then director of Oklahoma City Zoo and known zoologist. Okay. He compared the findings of the prints to humans, apes, monkeys, bears, and other known animals. Okay. He was, quote, baffled, saying, I don't know what it is. It resembles a gorilla, but it's more like a man. He also commented that one of the creature's thumbs was bent inwards as if deformed or injured. He also stated that whatever made the prints appeared to be walking on all fours. Somehow he knew this from the door. He was extremely disappointed that the footprints on the floor of the coop were not preserved for him to inspect. I mean, this man acts like he's never heard of the case of John Benet Ramsey, if I'm being honest. Oh. He's like, you didn't preserve the scene? You just walked right in there? Of the chicken coop? <laughs> How dare you? Not only for it was the 1960s, I think it was before John Benet, but still. Okay. Okay. He did. Go on to find several witnesses around the state, a man in Stillwater, a woman in McAllister, 
who had also seen prints similar to what was found on the farm. Okay. Several mammologists, those who study mammals, viewed the prints and agreed that it was some type of primate or a man. A man looking for chickens. <laughs> the papers compared him to the California reports of a seven-foot man wandering the northern wilds who was being called Bigfoot, but it developed its own name. The Abominable Chicken Man. <laughs> Why do you laugh? <laughs> Why do you laugh? <laughs> Wait, so there are people are like, yeah, we've seen handprints that are seven inches long that look like a man's or a monkey's that are literally almost the exact same thing. I don't know why they're like, we I don't know, could be a man, could be a Yeah, could be. And then- And then chickens were missing. And then somebody else is like, oh yeah, we saw a seven foot guy wandering around town before. Yeah, in California, a few states over, people were having Bigfoot sightings at the same time. Oh. Yeah. So two completely different things. Yeah. They just assumed that you wandered over to Oklahoma? The papers were comparing California's seven-foot-tall Bigfoot to the seven-inch-long handprints. Oh, they were just saying, like, it could, could it be, be another a, Bigfoot. It could be a seven-foot-tall man-ape mm -hmm. that's stealing chickens. Yeah. But we want our own thing, so we're going to call him Chicken Man. Abominable Chicken Man. Ab why abominable? Because we can't pronounce it, enunciate <laughs> it well, so they had to throw it in there. <laughs> I literally practiced saying it. I still abominable. feel like it. Abominable. abominable. <laughs> A while later, the Oklahoma Journal printed an article titled, quote, Hen House Terror, Just Monkey Stuff. After a local sawmill sounds a bit rude to the chickens, but okay. <laughs> After a lo another local, a sawmill operator named Howard Dressen saw a chimpanzee in the woods, which evaded several attempts at capture. Now this was like sixteen miles away from the original site. Yeah, I don't know what a chimpanzee's normal range is, but in the United States, shouldn't be there at all. Yeah. Well, listen. As we know from previous episodes, people do keep chimps as pets. They do. Absolutely. Lawrence Curtis was not impressed, though, the zoologist. Yeah. He was adamant that the chip, chimp had not made the prints. Locals were skeptical and questioned whether a local psychology lab had lost a test subject <gasps> chimp. And it just didn't say anything. And hadn't said anything. <laughs> and whenever they brought these accusations to the lab, they literally laughed in their face and was like, no comment. All of our chimpanzees are at <laughs> Right. <laughs> they're all here. Yeah. Look at I mean, if they're test subjects for important cases, they would definitely try to find them if one escaped. Yeah. Like, I that think, would have been a hush-hush type of thing. I think that it was a rumor going around of, like, oh, a mutant chimp escaped from the lab! Yeah, right. And, they and like, they're like, we're <laughs> trying to see if they can write numbers. This is serious science. Yeah. And you think... We just let him out to stock chickens? Yeah. I mean, that's someone who's guilty of letting out them out to stock chickens would say, though. That's exactly true. Absolutely <laughs> right. The sawmill operator himself, Howard Dressen, as I said, believed the creature escaped from a circus train wreck 50 miles northeast some years prior. However, there were no animals missing at the time of that wreck. That were reported missing mm, okay. at the time of the wreck. I feel like the circus one's a little more believable, because if you don't want to get in trouble, you would just say you got everybody. But also, like, was it a circus train wreck with animals, or was it a circus train wreck with, like, bearded ladies Most circuses. And yeah, chicken men. <laughs> Why? 
What do you mean? So the chicken man got out. What are you saying? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Did the chicken is the chicken man escaped from the train, or is it a? So the chicken man is not necessarily a chimpanzee. But you're saying that it because people are like, oh, it could have been a chimpanzee that escaped from the circus. Yes. And what you're saying is, why does it have to be a chimpanzee? Why couldn't it be a chicken man that escaped from the circus? That's in the shape of a chicken, or that just wants to eat chicken? No, no, no. He's just after chicken. Okay. No okay. one's seen him to say. Yeah. And they're not chicken feet. Yeah. Prince. Right. But they walk. But it walks on all fours. It walks on all fours. Chickens don't walk on all fours. <laughs> Chickens hopefully wouldn't have seven foot long handprints. <laughs> seven inches. Tell inch, that to seven po- inch. Tell that to Poyo Malengo and the giant rooster. <laughs> so sorry. So sorry. Yeah. So we're saying that it could have just been a man. I'm saying. It or a been, woman. It could have been a man who escaped from the circus. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. What are you saying? I'm saying just because the train wrecked and there weren't any animals missing doesn't mean that they didn't lose the bearded lady and the chicken man. Right. Or the bearded, maybe the bearded lady has seven I'm foot, wondering, seven inch I think hammer. my question is, what did the chicken man do in the circus prior to becoming the chicken man? Like, did they just have him, they just had coops set up and they're like, watch this man break into chicken he was actually he was actually the chef, and he made the finest fried chicken. Right, and that's why he was called the Chicken Man. Okay, sure. He's not a freak at all. Yeah, he's just really good. You're saying bearded chicken. ladies are freaks? I didn't say that. <laughs> I said that this guy's not specifically. <laughs> I said he's good at frying chicken, right? And just wanted to make some friends, but to do that, he had to make some fried chicken. And in order to do that, he had to get some chickens from the chicken because that's all he knows. That's all he knows. Yeah. The only life he's ever known is fried chicken. Yeah. And you want to take that away from him? Never <laughs> said that. <laughs> so who's to say? Was the chicken man a man? A chimpanzee? A escaped circus chimpanzee? An escaped circus man? A chef? Bent on finding friends. A woman with a beard and a non-binary in- person with seven-inch-long hands. It's not that hard to steal chickens. A bigfoot. All three toes. All three toes. All three toes. And is he unique enough to jump past the other contenders I've presented to you today to win the title of Easter Griffin? Fun fact. Before you decide. <laughs> Lawrence Curtis, the zoologist, did keep the chicken coop door and hung it up in his office as a conversation piece. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> you see this blood smeared on this door? Chicken blood. Who said it was blood? It just says prince. Then what did it, what were the prints from? Mud? Chicken <laughs> <laughs> Chicken shit. I don't know. I don't have that kind of details. The scene was destroyed. <laughs> How would I know that? He still has the door, though. And? Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> so, so between the Pollo Malingo chicken you man... You thought that fact was going to change your mind. I didn't think it was going to change your mind. I just wanted to throw it in there before you decided. Between Pollo Malingo chicken man and Basan and the giant rooster and the bunny man... Which of these finely, fine-feathered and furry friends would you choose as Easter's number one cryptid? What are my choices? The Bunny Man, Pollo Malingo, 
Chicken Man, the Abominable Chicken Man, excuse me, Poisson, and the Giant Rooster. And the Jackalope. I think, okay, alright, here we go. Here's, okay. Or should we put up a poll? We should put up a poll. We should put up a poll. We should. We should. I think. And we might. And we might. <laughs> if I remember. I think that in the spirit of Easter, yeah, maybe, and I hate to lean this way because I don't want to, I'm thinking maybe, surprisingly, the jackalope because it's the least violent. I wrote one sentence. It's the least. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. It's the least violent. And if we're if we're if we're going for like a sweet little Easter egg hunt, the kids go out and look for eggs kind of situation, then maybe the jackalope, right? Because everything else will kill the kids. Is the giant rooster killing kids? I thought it was just big. Oh, that's true. And on postcards. Okay, so let's go with that one. The giant rooster, because it seems family friendly. Don't let me And we want Easter to be family friendly. If anything else. (laughs) The death and resurrection of Christ should be family friendly. (laughs) They try to push it that way and don't tell me any different. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) That's why we have Easter. Make kids learn about Jesus early. Anyway. I personally, I don't know. I like them all. I kind of like Polo Malingo just for the fact that, like, it's an evil, shape-shifting chicken. Yeah. That... Psychic Pokemon. Right, that can disappear at will. As a third-party outsider with (laughs) With no no (laughs) personal interest in the matter. Polo Malingo was a good find. Mm -hmm. Um, The Chicken Man was an accidental find by me clicking next on the list, on the next page of google results yeah of easter cryptids no <laughs> chicken cryptids i very quickly the chicken look- man's good but i if if we're going for more like a mascot of easter which i guess is what i was kind of thinking maybe he's just taking the eggs and then hiding them oh so then he's already a part of easter he's already the he's the easter egg hider egg hider which is the non-binary, non-speciated Easter cryptid. <laughs> Which you know me, I'm all about. <laughs> but the problem is, hold on, love this. We're workshopping this very well. <laughs> the problem is, if we were to make merch, do you just, you know, put the door with the handprints on the merch? What would you do with merch? We can't advertise that very well. As, like, the mascot of Easter. Is that what we were going for? Because that's what I was kind of thinking we were doing. I think you have the door with, like, handprints on it. Like, like really long hands. Yeah. And then you have another hand reaching around towards an egg. Yeah. And it just says, Chicken Man or yeah. Easter Hero? Question mark. Chicken Man or Easter Hero? <laughs> okay. Perfect. <laughs> Love this. Cut, print, chicken Chick- date, move it on. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. I will be making my own shirt. I will be commissioning Jack to make me a shirt Can of this. we just make stickers and say Chicken Man or Easter Hero? Chicken Man or Easter Hero. I love it. Yes. Write that down. I'll write that down. I'll write it down. I'll write that down. Um, okay. Uh, I'm just going to text it to Jack, and when he asks what, I'll say, that's for me. Don't worry about it. <laughs> that's for me. That's for me. You don't ask questions. No, don't worry about it. Remind me that later. Okay, chicken man, done. She's laying on an egg. 
okay, so yes, maybe I'm leaning more towards that way. The bunny man, love the bunny man though, right? We love the bunny man and his acts. I usually and his murderous tendencies. Picture the bunny man as an evil version of have you seen the Scooby Doo live action movie? Yes, I can answer that for you. Do you know the scene? Do you know the scene where the bartender, they're at the bar, Shaggy, Scooby, and Mary Jane, and they're hanging out. And the bartender gets a call, and he goes, is there a Mr. Do here? And the guy stands up and is like, you mean Melvin? Melvin? And he's like, nah, Scooby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And then Scooby gets a phone call. He's like, I got some hamburgers out here in the deepest, darkest part of the forest. Hamburgers. Right, so he goes out and does the hamburgers. Monsters, right? He runs mm. back with the He's like, Raggy! Monster! And Shaggy's like, monster! And then a guy in a pink bunny costume walks from the woods where Scooby was into the bar and goes, and then starts dancing. And they're like, ah, Scoob. Right. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I picture him as the bunny man, only evil. Only with an axe. Bl- and blood. And murderous tendencies. Right. So that would also be a fun one, in my opinion. I picture the bunny man as a regular dude. In yeah. a Hawaiian shirt for some reason. I then, was not picturing this. And then a buddy mascot head. Sure. Okay. That makes a I lot of sense. Because I think the suit would be too cumbersome. Yeah. That's fair. But he stands on the bridge. But I mean, they come to We're not here to talk about the bunny man. Right. You don't want me to pick the bunny man. You want me to pick from these. I think the bunny man's the obvious choice because he's a rabbit but what i'm saying is if peeps is gonna make chickens then we have to also consider chickens yeah and, and all like the, the eggs man. yeah eggs are arguably the mascot of easter so i think jesus is arguably the mascot of easter but that's, well, that's for your opinion certain circles i feel like <laughs> certain circles would call jesus the cryptid of easter <laughs> Full stop. I don't understand the problem. Okay, so. I texted dad right now and said, would you consider Jesus the cryptid of Easter? What do you think he'd say? Call you and tell you to knock it off. (laughs) (laughs) So, I think all are, honestly, I'm going to say this, I can't decide. I think we're going to have to ask the audience. We're going to have to pull the audience. We're going to have to pull the audience. And don't be afraid to say the lizard man of skateboard (laughs) swamp. Because he deserves more attention. He deserves more attention. Yeah. Maybe we'll throw him in there for gigs. Yeah. For shits and gigs. Just the gigs. Just the gigs. No shits. The shits are smeared over the barn door. <laughs> it's not shit. It's <laughs> gotta be blood, right? Who said there was blood? Chicken blood. Like, it, it stole chickens. Okay. Did it kill him? I don't know. I need to know. He's holding them at ransom. Jack tried to call me, I didn't answer, and he said, excuse me, lol. (laughs) Chicken man or the hero of Easter (laughs) warrants an immediate phone call. (laughs) Excuse me? Is this some kind of code for I've been kidnapped? Help. (laughs) Chicken man. Have you seen those TikToks going around? It's like, if you were kidnapped, what's the letter that you would write? Like, what would you write in your letter? And people are always like, the one person was like, dear mom, I've had a great time going on this outdoor hike of six miles. (laughs) But I think, I think I would just text you and be like, secret word. Yeah. I have always thought about how to put the secret word into a sentence. Like, one of my best memories is when we were at the... You can't? Nope, careful. Yeah, but you see where I'm going. Yeah, no, I know. I've had a tough (laughs) time, too. But when I use that term, I usually 
use another term. And so, like, I've never said <laughs> that word to you other than us discussing what happens when we get kidnapped. It's just so we're never going to get Anyway, <laughs> why? Really I, honestly, the only person I will give, uh, give consent to to kidnap me is the chicken man. And I feel like I have to dress up as a chicken in order to mm-hmm. be kidnapped by the chicken coop. man. In Oklahoma. Yeah. Looks like I'm moving to Oklahoma, folks. Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Chirp, chirp, beep, beep, hoo, hoo. All right. Anyway, I can't decide. Thank you for the story. It was very You're good. You're welcome. Uh, we'll put up a poll. Yeah. You guys can vote on who you think the new hero of Easter should be. Yeah. We probably won't include Jesus because you'll feel guilty not choosing him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we will also the new put hero of Easter. The new hero of Easter, so we and we're not talking about reincarnation. We're yeah. just talking about good old fashioned, like the mask. commercialized yeah. Easter. We're trying to jump in. We're we're trying to become a big corporation and get in on that Easter action. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Except not get any money. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna put up a poll. And I'm going to also probably mention, like, if we put the bunny man, we'll put episode 33. Yeah. Um, And some yokai. If we do the yokai one, we'll put what episode the other yokai are in. That way you guys have some stuff to go back and listen to to help you make an educated decision. Yeah. So instead of going to church, you'll listen to all of our episodes. Instead of going to church on Sunday, take time. (laughs) to listen to the bug and rug episodes that yeah. will help you make the most educate educated decision. Voting is important. Yeah. It's your right as a citizen yeah. of wherever you live of the world. <laughs> this is getting really political. <laughs> I'm sweating a little bit. <laughs> sweating. Just uh, as a parting bit of tidbit, don't play cards, don't drink, don't joke. Yeah. Otherwise, Pollo Malingo will come for you. Jack is trying to call me again, so we should wrap this up. I think he's he's really confused. He's really about concerned. <laughs> so anyway, anyway uh, follow us on our socials uh, at BIAR Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. You can check us out on Facebook. It's just Bug in a Rug. You can email us your thoughts and feelings. Um, BIRpodcast at gmail.com. Our website, like I said, is up and new. It's beautiful. You can thank Jack for all the help. Um, Bugginarug.podbean.com. You can find all of our information on there if you get confused. Like it's us. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for the story. Thanks You're for listening. Welcome. Signing off. I'm Caitlin. I'm Whitney. Uh, bye. Sleep tight.